Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Fox and Food. I'm Lillian Wu, Fox News. If you're trying to lose weight, some studies suggest it's not just what you eat, but when that's important. When I went to medical school and even today, we're always taught a calorie is a calorie is a calorie. Award-winning author Dr. Michael Roizen of the Cleveland Clinic says several studies show the body burns calories differently during different times of day. Because of the way your hormones change in a circadian rhythm based on the clock. It's really based on the sun. You change so that your a calorie in the morning is like 0.8 calories and a calorie in the evening is like 1.2 calories. So there's a huge difference in how well you metabolize, you use those calories during the day. He and Dr. Michael Krupain of the Dr. Oz Show believe in a plan which involves eating most of your calories at least eight hours before bed and none three hours before you turn in. Essentially, it is intermittent fasting or time-restrictive eating or getting a ketotic diet without eating the weird foods. Krupain explaining... Ketosis is when your body burns your fat instead of sugar. It's very possible that if you have a small window which you're eating, so you eat over an eight-hour period and you fast over a 16-hour period, and you got most of your carbs early, towards the end of that period you'll be burning ketones for fuel. Roizen, for instance, doesn't eat for about 15 hours a day. The doctors lay out a plan for a healthier lifestyle in their book, What to Eat When, trying to convince me it's not that hard to follow. The data were pretty good in animals for the last 10 years and been accumulating, but it's only in the last three years that we have human data. And I think Mike and I were both skeptics about this till we tried it ourselves. That is, If you eat more early and eat 75% of your calories before 2 p.m. and have very light dinners, you end up not being hungry in the evening. You don't feel like the midnight snack. You don't raid the refrigerator. It takes about three days after you've converted to do that, and all of a sudden you get much more energy in the regular part of the day. So I felt like I'm 20 years younger than I was, um, and incredibly, it's pretty easy to do. You know what? I disagree. Sorry. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, there's probably two things that are going on. Mm -hmm. So there's what Mike talked about. There is the fact that when you eat more early, your hunger actually changes. We both experienced it. I was really surprised because I've always eaten late, Mm -hmm. and I've never been hungry early, but now I'm hungry early and not hungry late, which the data, actually, there's studies that show this happens, and we experienced it. So when you start eating earlier, instead of saving all your calories to eat at the end of the day, you probably end up eating a little bit less because you're not starving yourself and overeating at night. And then also we know from some of these studies that re- that's really interesting is that, as Mike was saying before, a calorie is not necessarily a calorie. Your body does different things to it depending on when you get it. So when people eat in the studies, when people eat earlier, they actually lose more weight, even if they eat the exact same number of calories, but they ate them later in the day. Like the women in Spain. That's Mm -hmm. my favorite study is the Spanish woman who ate before 2 p.m. or after 3 p.m., and the group that ate before 2 p.m. eating the same calories lost 25% more weight. So, But culturally, in the United States, 
we don't get long siestas. I don't even get a lunch hour here, a lunch break here. So what's what's somebody going to do? The kids are in school. You're, you know, if you have a nine to five job, that means when you sit down with your family or if you go out and you socialize at night, you're down to your 25%. Right. But that 25% is still an awful lot. You can have a I have huge salad, chocolate, chocolate bar for dessert and, and wine. Tell me so what you, you get. Have... Tell me what you can buy for 25%. Well, for 25, so figure you're eating 2,400 calories, okay? So it's 600 calories. So you get a huge salad. You can use balsamic oil and, and vinegar. You even have avocado on it and then a glass of wine and a little chocolate disc. That's why yeah. you can you your know, whole, get the Your whole family has to convert. Well, this is a, it's not meant to be a diet. It's meant to be a lifestyle. So ho- hopefully you're, everybody's converting. But even if they're not, you can still, if they're not ready to, to try it, you can still eat with them. You're just eating a little bit less. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, and Mike Mike actually came up with a concept of cooking in the evening. Mm-hmm. So you cook in the evening, and you just put it in the refrigerator and have bre- have dinner for breakfast, which is really what I've gotten to do, and it really works. Now that actually makes some carbs healthier because eating reheated pasta, for instance, makes the body treat it more like a fiber. So there's something called resistant starch. And resistant star- starch is, is just a long chain of sugars. It's what, how plants store their energy. And starch, when we digest, it turns into sugar, so it elevates our blood sugar. But resistant starch is more like fiber. So our body doesn't really digest it. It goes into the end of our uh, GI tract, and the bacteria digest it, which is good. There's different types of resistant starch. So like potatoes actually have resistant starch when they're raw but then you don't eat potatoes raw. So when you cook them, that resistant starch gets turned in more to like a regular starch. Mm-hmm. But then when you let them cool again, it turns back into a form of resistant starch. So that happens with starchy vegetables and with some pastas. And why is it important to have your GI tract properly fed? Well, you want to have a wide variety of gut bacteria because all the data we're seeing, you know, we're learning a lot about the microbiome and gut bacteria right now, but the healthiest people have the most diversity in their gut bacteria. We have a 31-day plan in the book to get you on the right track. So what I recommend is that you do it gradually. Mike likes to make changes all at once, so if you're that kind of person, that's cool too. But I think think of it like jet lag and adjusting your circadian rhythm. You know, it takes time. It takes a couple of days to catch up. So the same thing with your appetite and your metabolism. What we recommend is think about your dinner plate and maybe think about dividing it into four quadrants. So each day, take one of those quadrants and move it to the next day. Eat basically 25% less each day. He says after a few days, you'll be eating a quarter of what you used to eat for dinner earlier in the day. I'm Lillian Wu, and this is Fox and Food. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts.